Hello and welcome to All The Overs. I'm Terry. I'm Cheese. I'm Owen. And this is All The Overs, the only Essex cricket podcast. Uh, back again after, well, only two weeks, but it does seem long. So much has happened in between, but not not so much on the cricket side. How are we, how are we all doing? Not too shabby. Pretty, pretty happy with everything outside of cricket. Excellent. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, um, yeah, I'm a bit stressed actually. Yeah, been things have been on top of me recently, but as of next week, work comes down, should be all right. Good, 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 good. I'm counting not not in a not in a bad way, just counting down the days to summer. So I think everyone is just exhausted, and it's been a really, really. I won't go into the details, but it's been an awful week at, at, at school. Um, not through anyone's fault at all. Just uh, yeah, some really bad news this week, though. Bit of a tough one, um, but glad to be seeing your lovely faces. Yeah, likewise. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure, never a chore, as they say. But there's there's not huge amounts to talk about this week. To be honest, I don't think this is going to be quite the, the podcast we had a couple of weeks ago where we literally were, you know, squeezing everything in. That was one of the best episodes last week. Yeah, I loved that. I loved that. Quality discussion. It was a nice round table, not getting too bogged down in, in specifics. Yeah, I think you should see that should be a seasonly thing. Just do one like general episode. Yeah. Well, we'll add that to the uh, to the plans for next season. Yeah. So I think that's a really, really good way to go. So we've only got Sussex and Glamorgan really to talk about by way of matches played. Um, and we'll talk about Derby and then we'll talk about uh, a few other bits and pieces. But um, but let's let's um, let's start <laughs> let's start with Sussex. It's like a band aid, isn't it? If we rip it off quickly, just get it done. Um, yeah. We were talking last week, uh, so last fortnight, about uh, how we need to replace Ravi Vipara, and then he turns up and shows us just how much we need to replace Ravi Vipara. Yeah. I felt there was there was a certain irony to that <laughs> in terms of uh, of us talking about him. Um, he he really showed up. Goodness yeah, me! I, I just think one of those Sussex are a very good team, aren't they? But they I think they're like um, one of these clubs that under, underperforms every year. They've got an incredible squad, especially to, to, for limited overs, and they, they should be doing better than they have done. Not saying they're not doing poorly, but they should be like storming it in my opinion. And I think, you know, we talked last week about how T20 is still quite a young sport and it's really, it's, it's progression is moving so rapidly in terms of the tactics and the, and the style of play. Uh, for me, that Sussex game was just a further example that Essex are, um, you can't step stand still in, in T20 cricket at this level. Um, you need to keep progressing. I don't think Essex are doing that. I don't think we've got the, the players, apart from Lawrence going out into these leagues and then bringing stuff back that like we used a few years ago, we had, you know, Tendo was going out, you had um, uh, Ravi, etc. players coming in that played in the decent session tournaments. Now we don't really. And I think that is, that's holding us back a bit. Yeah, it does feel a little bit on the static side for us at the moment. Um, you know, and with our sort of inability to to find those, those key replacements, um, 
and then you know just the the, the inconsistency I suppose because you know we were able to pull it out of the bag at times um I mean you know we'll talk about Glamorgan separately but you know there are there are times when when I think goodness me we are such a good t20 side and then other times I just think oh so it's it's, it's hard well obviously when we talk about off air um do you say how you know Glamorgan a weak side I, I I agree. I think those results and result against Middlesex papers over the cracks for me. I'm not sure what Chiefs think. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest takeaway for me on the Sussex game is the the tails that showed no resistance. Um, any everyone past Tendo is in the single figures, and you kind of just think someone should have swung about a bit and just it doesn't doesn't matter if you hit out to get out when you're number 11 but yeah. maybe just have a go the other thing i think that surprises me about the t20 performance and everything else is it feels like the squad is rotated a lot more than it has been in the the red bull stuff and that's probably in part due to our red bull team being so consistent and of such high quality you don't need to mix it up so much and wanting that unit to stay cohesive whereas t20 you know less pedigree maybe thinking longer term about the the county championship against derby that was coming up rotate keep some people fresh or or whatever just it feels like we're changing a lot more pieces a lot more often and maybe that goes against us in some of these games. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah well, I just don't think that harmonizes is best 11. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. So, well, let's, let's at least, let's at least do, do Essex a kindness and let's at least pick out some of the, the things to at least not celebrate as such, but performances of note, Wesley in Sussex game. I think it's worth at least just pointing that out. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's great. It's nice to see Tom get some runs. Um, yeah. He's always plays that, I, you know, he's got a stress cap. He's captaining during a very tough time in cricket. Um, he's then he's learning his trade in a very, very in, in circumstances you'd never choose to put anybody in, but he's doing the right job. As it's nice when you know you must still get, even though you're doing really well on that front. Actually, where it's the most important bit of your job is to is to you know, be a senior player. And people do that. That you don't run. It's nice when you get like those milestones. To, must set his mind at rest. Ryan needs to count that very well. What do you think? Yeah, I just reiterate sentiment. It's always nice um, when Wesley gets some runs, especially. Considering at the start of the season, he wasn't necessarily coming into this season off like a great performance. There were still question marks around like if he's going to go back to knocking hundreds more consistently and everything else. So on this as a season as a whole, he's had some really good performances and his averages in both like red and white ball are going well. And that, you know, it's, it's just nice to see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, let's let's talk 
come back to the point Owen you made about and and cheesy spoke about Glamorgan. So that's that's not a victory to be celebratory about, is it? No, it's thrashing, wasn't it? And it's just I'm not sure what you learn from those sort of matches. You know, we've all been in sport where you know, you've, you've turned a team over or your team's been turned over and you don't, you don't really learn anything from that, either that one's better than the other. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, it's almost, without sounding arrogant, that fixture is almost a gimme on the fixture list for a lot of teams. Um, it's probably not just Essex looking at that and going, this is a win, it's just a question of, of how much. And it, it was very comfortable. Like all the bowlers did great job, all took wickets, um, and everyone turned up. And, and Lawrence with the with the fifty saw it over the line. Yeah, it must be nice to down there to you know his England call up to you know to, to go to England with a fifty in his bag. That's quite that's quite a, a nice thing to have, isn't it? Oh, definitely, definitely, and you know, and that's not to, to denigrate uh, their success or, or or anything like that, and, and you know, fair play to Lawrence. Um, but I do think we have to consider sort of you know, how how we're going in the blast, um, and and you know, the 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 approach to T Twenty in general, and I think then there do need to be lessons learnt this season if we're going to have. Because I don't, we're not guaranteed that that it's going to go well for us. Um, we are what what six, three points behind Somerset North. You know we're in, but we're not comfortably in. And I think we're going to have to have a long, hard look at how we how we do this differently next season. Yeah, yeah. it's one of the things you think. Of. Oh, sorry, I was just going to say, like it's not all doom and gloom. Um, you know, the year we won, we're in this situation and all right, we all agree we fluked it. And But, you know, we're not out of qualifying for the next round just yet. I just think we're not a white ball team and that's OK. I'm sure we've spoken before about there's very few counties who have the luxury of being competitive in all three formats. I don't think we're one of them. I think our eggs are in the county championship and the Red Bull cricket. And personally, as that's my preferred form, I'm more than happy with the club taking that approach. So, you know, yeah, we can get better at T20s, but I don't want to go 80% of our resources should be focused at T20s and 20% on the the Red Bull or whatever. We're doing all right. We will get better and we'll enjoy the, the fun that comes along the way with the odd Cinderella story run. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, I, I know that every year they say that um, they try and win every single cup. Uh, it's admirable. I don't think we've got the squad for that. Um, I, do, I do wonder, I sort of hope, part of me hopes that that's just for the fans and they're not really thinking that. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with Cheese that we should try and focus on what we're good at. Uh, otherwise, if you, want to go, if you want to be competitive in white ball cricket, we've got to have a whole new squad. I think, I reckon there's only a couple of players you actually keep, you know. If you had the luxury of, of restructuring, but obviously that that costs a lot of money, and in cricket it's really hard. Like football, you got the transfers and stuff. So. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, I'm, I'm, I've, you know, sorry if I've been a bit sad sack about it. That's I don't, I don't mean it in that sense. I just, you know, I think 
what would be nice is to know ahead of next season sort of what clarity of the of the intention and not as you say like you know just to scoop everything up but actually you know this is this is a realistic goal for this competition this is a realistic goal for this competition and format um yeah that's more what i'm saying than anything else but yeah. I, I, think, I think i think to be to be fair i think one of the one of the things for me is because because it was t20 that was my kind of way into essex really i think i think i've, I've just got a soft just a soft spot for it. i i i don't enjoy it above uh red bull um but i do i love the i love the excitement of it um i think the blast is a is a, is a great competition and uh you know i i, I really love the the evenings um you know there's a it's something different you know so if I, you're going to focus on another competition t20 is the way forward um because you've got if you've got a couple of really good players like if you if next year we got we went out for and not be disparaging to what we've had in the, in the past but a proper overseas player because the harm is always take one spot so the other one is you get a super a superstar a megastar in maybe he's playing in the in the hundred so you haven't got to worry about paying for flights so much and stuff you can halve the cost whatever franchise is playing for you get a proper superstar in in 20 over format you got one person can take can take quick three wickets and then hit, get a half century and you, you're in but i think in the one day cup that's over 50 overs it's really hard to to, to boost the squad on a, one or two players and also i think that the revenue if you get through to the additional rounds like the quarterfinal the, the money that brings in having a packed house on a friday night in chelmsford is going to be much greater than half uh, a half empty stadium on the wednesday wednesday watching the, the one day cup so yeah, I, I just think maybe one of the is one, but then at the same time, if we do with the hundred, uh, the hundred as it is, and the Essex not having many players in the hundred, we've got I think we've got a good chance of winning it. Uh, hundred, the one day cup as it is, with not many players playing the hundred, we've got a very good chance of winning it. I just think it's harder to strengthen the squad for a, for a game that's fifty overs with our current finances. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. So, so let's look then at you know, so Dar Derbyshire. I've never seen fans. I've seen stuff on Twitter and Facebook. Like Essex fans, I've never seen them so angry. They're really angry. Yeah. Really, like really, really angry. I have to to be fair. I mean, I, I've I've stated social media the last few days. So, um, yeah. What 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 are people saying? What is the the general feel? Um. Yeah. Have you seen it? Have you seen it, Cheese? I've seen bits of it. I've not followed it too closely. I think it's the classic case of people don't mind losing, right? If you don't get through off your own merit, people can be disappointed, be a bit angry, but will take it on the chin. When you get knocked out through something out of your control and you lose your chance to fight for something, that's what sort of hurts more. Like people will argue, well, Warwickshire drew with Worcestershire, we were never going to go through anyway. Probably that's a fair point, but you never know how their mentality is going to react to us doing well. You know, if we carried on like we did 
against Derbyshire of skidding them out early, building a solid platform and doing a big score. Then the other team get nervous. Maybe they get the butterflies. That creeps into their mind, a bit of doubt. You know, you could go down a big rabbit hole, have all the ifs that could have panned out. And I think that's the frustration. Like, we didn't get to see it play out. It was just decided early, no, not for you. Your your end, your run's done now. Yeah. I... <laughs> you can't be a ray of light right in your face, Terry. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm going to move. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, uh, the sunshine's just been moving around. Here we go. Uh, so, yeah, I think so what people are angry about, Terry, being following social media, is that uh, it's, it's, they, lots of people are seeing it as Derbyshire conceded the game because of this COVID case. And they're really also arguing that other, other teams have had substitutions come in, COVID substitutions, like you have the concussion. Why couldn't they pull one of their second team players to come in? I don't know the ins and outs. Obviously, it wasn't released what was happening. We don't know if the whole squad's going to isolation or whatever, you know, because if you're sitting in a dressing room with somebody that's got COVID, surely, I mean, if I'm on a, if I'm in a pub, like a, a massive pub, and someone the other side of the room I may never even bumped into gets, I get flagged and I've got to stay in my bed, bedroom for 10 days, where it is. I don't see why the cricketers wouldn't have to do the same um, if they've been sharing in a room where they definitely have been in contact with that person. Um, but, but yeah, we don't, I don't know the ins and outs, but that's what a lot of fans, fans have. Also, a lot of Essex fans travelled up to Derbyshire to go and watch the match and, uh, you know, turned up and for the game to be kept called off when they got there or as they arrived. Um, I can certainly see why it's frustrated. But I, my personal thing is that same as cheese, as they say, it's like that frustration of things they get control is a bit annoying, but I see it's the same as being rained off, you know. Um, just it's not saying you can do it. It's not out of your, turn, out of your hands. You can't really do much about it. I actually get more annoyed when you go off for precautionary rain um, than this incident. As we well know. <laughs> well, yeah. I remember feeling very clear. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Uh, but, I mean, I understand and share the frustration, but you know, um, I think I think it's a it's a, an opportune moment for us to say, you know, we hope that those who have tested positive um, are well, and those who uh, are isolating don't get sick. You know. Yeah, yeah. But things were. I can't remember which player it was, but hopefully he's um, yeah, not the really bad case of it. That's the important um, thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I, I think we're out anyway. I didn't have any high hopes. The, you know, everyone was the, the nice idea would be optimistic on the Twitter feed and stuff. But when you when you're looking at math, like uh, permutations that are that this needs to happen and that needs to happen and then this person needs to do something else it's just that's, that's gone isn't it i know it happened in the t20 victory a couple of years ago but uh so the chance is so small i don't get my hopes up yeah and it, mm, I'd, I'd be disappointed to be honest if we don't get something out of the season so, yeah well we can move on to the previous one day cup Yes, I, I think that's it. That's a, an opportunity. Yeah, I've said that already. It's a good moment to move on uh, to that. So first of all, I mean, what are our thoughts? Are we? Is it going to? Do you think we're going to be able to go ahead with it as as is, in the circumstances? Would you like to get any further change? What are our predictions about that? I wouldn't be surprised if games are skipped because of COVID. And people getting called to fill in spots 
for the hundred or just having to be self-isolated now restrictions are opened up and everything else like i can see more disruption happening in this competition because it's post reopening and everything else and the ecb ultimately prioritizing the new competition over the kind of filler competition that's probably being a bit harsh on the one day cup but you know everyone every everyone talks about county championship t20 the one day cup is the bit you play in between didn't used to be <laughs> remember it was in that west cup and no one that much trophy and everyone loved it and the bench and hedges remember that bench and hedges yeah it's big. i used to like that because the week easter weekend you got loads of games in sorry did you cut out again am i back yep okay good excellent no no i was just saying this so uh a blast in the past and you, and you would but you would say that Owen like because you know you're when you were growing up you were obsessed with cricket weren't you so yeah actually on my by my bed I had a bed I don't know if my parents allowed this I had a Benson Hedges poster on my wall that I'd nicked from the county ground it was a huge great it was the last game of the season and I think one of the stewards like they indicated to turn a blind eye to me I just ripped it off the wall it was massive like the size of a, a wall and I just put it up at home and so I hit me in my bedroom and just had a basically a cigar advert on my wall um it's several years that's that's incredible yeah I mean, it was one of those things you had to put a lot of blue tack on it because it was just it was huge um, yeah really heavy yeah was there a private place no i bet it was yeah. it was but um but it, be it, beg it beggars belief really doesn't it that you know uh that <laughs> an elite sport <laughs> got sponsored by so easy cancer. Right. Yeah. Well, lung is well, yeah, so, yeah, what you need lungs for. Anyway, yeah, I, um, I do agree with Chiefs. I think this me the cups to be marginalised, which is why I think is an opportunity for Essex. It's still, a, it's still a cup. It's still a, it's, it's a scene. It's not been downgraded yet from a first class trophy. Um, so I think Essex has got a really good chance of of going for it. So we've only got uh, Lawrence to cook out the game. We are not, uh, we're not terrible, uh, but. But yeah, I think we, we could really, could really, really go for it. Um, and people coming to us, some people are coming back into form, as you mentioned earlier. You know, um, we've got uh, Wesley coming back into form. Maybe see if Sir Alistair is willing to come back to the one day format for the 50 overs. Um, oh, I mean, that I'd, I'd be all over. Um, well, he's doing, so it, probably commentary, won't he, for the test? Yeah, match. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. I mean, he's definitely not listening, but if you are. Do please consider it. Yeah. I think there would be a lot of love for that. But I reckon it will go to, uh, but people told me it would be cancelled. I reckon it would go, go, which I think is sensible for a cricket anyway. It would go to an average points league. Um, I, I think it's ridiculous cool. that if, if, you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're doing, if, you're sma if you smash a team for 60 all out and then it rains, you don't get any, uh, any not acknowledgement that, um, of how well you're doing and this summer you could have like four or five you could have a really strong team get four or five games drained off and then look have no chance of going through to knockout stages so i think we should do what in what club cricket does and just go to an average average points um i think it seems fairer for me no i wouldn't i wouldn't like that kind of championship but i think just for the one day cup i've seen it's a fair way things to do and also with covid like i mean I, I, it's likely that we're going to get some games more games called off with the uh, way the isolations are 
escalating. Yeah, agreed. And as you say, you know, with the with the restrictions being lifted, I think that you know the mixing is is uh, problematic. And I mean, I don't know if you if you guys know much about what's going on in schools at the moment, but um, when those restrictions are lifted, um, bubbles go. So we're not going to follow a bubble system, and schools aren't going to be responsible for contact tracing. It's uh, you know, for those schools still got a week left or a few days left after those restrictions are lifted. It's uh, there you go, have fun. Um, so I think there's, you know, be would be foolish to think that cases aren't going to continue to to rise. Um, so I have hope that things will be will be positive and things will still be able to go ahead and we'll we'll, we'll see, you know, a decent amount of cricket. Yeah. Well, so I also like the fact that we're doing these friendlies against the uh, former minor counties, now national counties. Um, it's good to see them. Could see cricket helping out the second run of, of the sport. Um, going back to the, the old trophies talking about, I actually love the fact that you have Scotland, Netherlands, uh, you played some of the might not the old minor camps would have a be in the first round. I, I, I love seeing that. I, I, it's great that it's not come back to that level, but we are including uh, players. Well, you were talking about that a while ago, weren't you? Um, I think on, on a previous podcast, I think you'd, you'd alluded yeah. to that. Having the FA Cup of cricket. Yeah, yeah, I like that idea. I think it would take a while to get going. And also, you know, people like Suffolk player is it a school, isn't it? But so they have really got facilities to host a, a large I've taken wickets on that pitch. Um but haven't really take uh, but it'd be it'd be I think it'd be nice. I think it'd be nice of the game and that, that magic of the cup in the early rounds. Um mm. but I do I do understand that legit with cricket, it's not like football with non- we know we moan about non-league grounds, but they have got grounds with toilets and stands and changing rooms. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think Devon has, you know, um, so. To be honest, the, 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 the major counties and teams could always host it and just split the gate. True. And then, yeah. you know, everyone gets to experience it and see it. And how cool would that be? Can you imagine if uh, our team got to go to a prop, go and play at a proper ground? Like a thatched cottage. Yeah, I mean, it's lovely. You know, our ground is really nice, but. Um, I know, but if it rains though, you've got. I mean, I've played at some of these grounds, and this like, it's nothing there. No, no, and it's 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 sort of turn up with your your camping chair and your flask of tea or whatever thing that you you, know, you have. Um, oh, here's my here's my dip cricket. Completely non-podcast related, but I want to get your opinion, guys' opinion on it. You know how like tennis has got the Wimbledon. And there's loads of other major tournaments and grand slams, but like every, everyone in the country suddenly becomes a tennis fan for two weeks. Mm. And rowing's got Henley. I mean, Henley's even worse. Like no one, no one can even tell you another rowing regatta, but they can tell you about Henley and it's in the papers. Wouldn't it be good for the, the championship final at Lords that that becomes a really pompous affair, really sort of like that British um, old, old fashioned world. And like, so if there's, there's a week in September end of September when everyone just becomes a cricket fan you've got this wonderful and, and Lords is beautiful and you get all that stuff that goes around it and it's just that becomes everyone's a cricket fan to watch this one match a year I thought I'd be any of the ECB markings listening that would be good I mean literally you you have just you you may well be without knowing it you might be pioneering things here <laughs> you know that everyone a cricket fan the big competition whatever it is um, and then the the a cup of cricket you heard here first on all the overs 
the only Essex cricket podcast. As imagine, yeah. So I'm just just documenting that so that it's there for posterity. EC head of ECB uh, going. This is a podcast of 200 listeners. I think we should uh, check out their ideas. Well, why not? No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's it's there. We've talked about it. Um, and uh, no, I think I think you have a really good point there with with both of those ideas. Um, I mean, in terms of looking ahead, the next. We, we genuinely in terms of making predictions i think it's very very hard normally um i think we can at least say with a degree of certainty which games go ahead and i think we we very much going to be um picking in the dark here in terms of what what's what's lying ahead so I, i'll be very interested to think about what our conversations are going to look like in two weeks time Have we missed anything? I don't think we've missed anything. Because we said, not huge amounts to talk about this week. No, I think I think we've covered all off the, the recent form. Got a fair fair look at what's coming up. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's good for people's commutes. About, about the right length from Shenfield to London Liverpool Street journey. Absolutely. In which case we we we're not gonna we're not gonna ruin that by uh, them having to unplug and you know, faff around at a train station. Go! Oh, I've got three minutes left. Um, this is this not where we do the new ten-minute outro? Just one <laughs> really long prog rock song. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you look, well, you guys can see behind me. We've got plenty to choose from. I'd go for. Um, Let's get the podcast there. Some visuals. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I know, but you can see them. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. No, no one listening can see. I that. have a lot. Of, no, I was about to explain. <laughs> I have a lot of prog rock CDs behind me. Um, it's an extensive collection. Uh, at least twenty Rush albums there. So, I think we're set for outros for a good ten years. There you go. Well, guys, it's been really, it's been great to see you and talk to you. And I think we just. Uh, put our positive pants on, hope for the best over the next few days. And um, I look forward to seeing you both again in two weeks time. Cool. Cheers. Nice. Take care. Go well. Bye. <laughs>